What's going on guys? Welcome to Looking Ahead to Beto Days. I am Chris. And I'm Ryan. And we're actually in the same room for a change. Yeah, yeah. A little, little <laughs> bit of a change of pace. Um, Ryan was coming to VA for, I think, family and Christmas. Yeah, yeah, I'm up here for uh, uh, wife's in-laws are in Fredericksburg, so we decided to make a trip down to uh, the Virginia Beach area and uh, give you guys a special episode. <laughs> yeah, um, we went and saw Star Wars, which we will not speak any spoilers of that's about as far as I'm going with that. <laughs> well, why don't, don't give us your emotional impression of you? So we just got out of the movie, so just give us your emotional reaction to that. Episode one was better, and episode one was a dumpster fire. I, I didn't <laughs> like it at all. I just absolutely, it felt rushed. It was like they clipped about applied together a whole yeah, bunch of cool-looking scenes, way. kind of. But not, but they like they're just there were parts of it that they missed on like they could have put cool looking scenes in and they failed to it just i don't know it should have been three movies yeah anyways that should have been the trilogy but they they did two other movies that they thought were cool and then they decided to do this one and we're like here let's let's uh we we forgot a lot of plot we kind of forgot where we were going let's go ahead and do this so, anyways, we're not yeah. a uh, we're not a Star Wars podcast, but g- goddamn, that was bad. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it, it, it makes sense to talk about it now because you know we're in the same room. Like that, it was part of the yeah. the looking ahead to Beto Day's journey that we took. Yeah, um, yeah the, the original plan for this was supposed to be much bigger. We we had talked about you know doing like a fundraiser and stuff when Beto was still running and. Yeah, we had we had those whole plans of we we're gonna do a what were we talking about we a walking like, bar tour like, like in like Northern Virginia? Bar crawl yeah, do an actual bar crawl, see if we get some fundraisers. But you know, well, Beto's no longer in the race, so and we got slapped with more sadness at Star Wars. So. Yeah, yeah. So well, so it's just us in a in a brewery drinking beers, drowning our sorrows on multiple levels. But we do have something. We have, we, have, we have some something to look news. forward today. Is <laughs> one good thing happened? Uh, yeah, um, we had uh, yesterday. They had the historic vote on impeachment. Mm-hmm. It's the third impeachment, um, and I think I think my favorite thing about that from all the stuff that I read because I didn't see it happen live because um, I was actually on a bunch of different. Yeah, calls. I didn't actually watch the um, thing. I, I missed it. I was I'm actually working on um, a nonprofit with a couple of friends. And um, you know my dice and stuff are launched launched today and all that. So I missed it. I was doing all these calls, but I looked today where they were doing a split screen. They literally had the live vote going on one side and Trump's rally on the other, so that you got to see him find out that he was the third president ever impeached. Oh wow! I didn't in see that real clip. time. And so, what, what, what was his reaction? I, I only saw like on Twitter some people did like a like a, the Twitter recap of his rally. Yeah, you know, I don't pay attention it, to what he says anymore. It was exactly what you'd think it would be, you know. And then he decided that he, he that he was going to make some comment about a, a representative looking up from hell. And yeah, that went over real well. That went over. For, yeah, a lot of Republicans Congress. are jumping on him for that for good reason. I mean, they're you know 
it's poor taste. And, it's poor and, taste. And it's, it's one thing if you're doing that against a political opponent. Like, yeah. it's poor taste when you do it against John McCain, but I kind of understand because John McCain's a big political figure, so... Yeah, it a little makes sense, but this is just no point. Like, this I, is just being rude. I, I didn't even know much about the guy. Like, no. he literally dug him up for no reason. Yeah, but for no reason, just to be, just to be mean. Well, we've got the uh, we we have the whole impeachment thing going, mm-hmm. and that seems to be consuming literally everything. Which is why the podcast episodes have kind of like slowed down. Yeah, is because all of the 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 media is just talking about impeachment. It's pretty much all of it. And plus, I mean, let's be honest, we no longer have a candidate to follow, yeah. so we're we're also kind of in the mode of you know we can we can we can not kill ourselves to release a, An a pod every week. week. That might be a bit much because at least when we had better. We could always like we default back to policy. Yeah, we always had something to do. Yeah, so this um, is like, so I think uh, we've been talking about it. And I think we're uh, twice a month, first and fifteenth. First and fifteenth, we're definitely going to that. We still have. Uh, um, yeah, it'll have been released by the time this one comes out. But we have an episode that's going to come out, and this one will come out after it. Which you know, there's really no point in me saying that because. They'll have already known that when we're coming out by the time we get <laughs> but here. But we can officially announce that we're we're gonna we're gonna change up our release schedule. We're gonna do a first and fifteenth, so twice a month. That give us a good bit of news. Hopefully, yeah. not just impeachment news, but anything else that's yeah. out there. We can catch up on the on the um, everything on the on the primary and and everything. So yeah. Well, the primary has gone to the wayside. They're literally having the debate right now. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't give two shits. One thing that I did like... Did they that, actually... Wait, now, did they actually have the debate? Because I remember there was some union stuff that they were talking about not doing I, I heard that, too. Yeah. They were having the debate. Um, Andrew Yang has already called them out for him being the only person of color up there. He said, I miss Kamala Harris. You know, I miss Cory Booker, but, you know, I, I think Booker will be back. Mm-hmm. I don't... You know? I, 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 you know... I know other people don't like Booker. I've never had a reason not to like him. Yeah. I just think he's, he's... You can't... I, at some point, if you're not hitting your milestones... Yeah. It, it's hard to keep up in this race. It just... And I think we talked about with impeachment going on, it's just how is anybody going to gain traction when all the oxygen is being sucked out of the room? Exactly. And that's the problem. And and the best thing that happened to Joe Biden was Donald Trump dig, trying to do, dig up this Russia, Ukraine thing. Because... Oh, yeah. It, it, it literally just, it made him the, uh, the target. It made him the guy. Yeah. Well, um, it, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, Trump picked his opponent. Yeah. You know, and that's who he's, who he decided that he was going to campaign against. I mean. Which is a bad idea because most people are like, if Biden runs, I'm going to vote for Biden. Yeah. I don't, I have never heard of anybody. I mean, I've heard people say he's not exciting. Yeah. He's not, you know, I've heard a lot of things about Biden. He's true. He's the safety pick. Yeah, and I've heard. I mean, there. You know, there, uh, you'll get those occasional people as like, oh, he's a creepy guy because he like creeps on young girls and stuff. It's like, you know, just shut up. He's, he's an a, old guy. He, he's an old guy. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, you know, you gotta admit, you're you're you will be voting for a boomer with Biden. But, yeah. <laughs> but know. it is what it is, and you know, I am not. I have thrown my hat in no ring, and I am fully intent on giving my protest vote. I'm writing Beto in on the Virginia ballot for the primary. But when it comes down to it in um, November, we all have to vote party. Yeah. I mean, I will admit that that, um, 
being in a red district and in a heavily gerrymandered district, and I was telling you earlier, yeah. you know, the majority of my ballot is like Republicans running unopposed. I don't even have Democrats to vote for. Yeah. So, you know, the party still needs to, you know, even though Trump's supporting people, they, they need, people need to be aware that you need to pick the right candidate. You can't yeah. just throw anybody up there and expect them to win, you know. I, I could protest, vote, and go libertarian and have a, have a completely clear conscience because, quite frankly, I know my vote doesn't count. Yeah. You know, and, and never underestimate, you know, disenfranchised people. Exactly. And that's that's true. And, you know, that's where I was at before Beto ran. And then Beto ran, and I was like, I had something. Yeah. And, now, then, and then he left, and I was like, well, where does all that go? And, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, none of that time goes to Beto or, or excuse me to, to politics you know I went it's I focused my my energy elsewhere but you know I'm slowly working on this um, um, nonprofit which I'm not going to go too in detail with because we're still in the process of formulating it but I'm working with Kelly Willett and um, Jess Dross who both did a fuck ton of shit for Beto on the campaign mm-hmm. and we were just Beto supporters who were like ah, we now you need something to do. We need something to do. We have the tools. Let's go fuck some shit up. Right. Yeah, I, I've started dipping my toe in the Biden campaign a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, not Nothing serious or committed, but just kind of jumped into it. You guys deep. are going on a couple of dates. Yeah, more like uh, yeah, we're, we're, still in, no, we're still in the texting each other on Tinder right. kind of thing. You right. know? You haven't. <laughs> we haven't even set the first date yet. It's, right. it's right. more of the, uh, let's kind of, you know. I'm swiping left right now. <laughs> or, wait, swipe right. I don't know what it is. I don't swipe. I, I don't know. I didn't I didn't use much of Tinder. Yeah. I, that, I, I was married when that was the thing, so. Yeah. I'm a little old guy, hey, I guess. I will, I will plug <laughs> internet dating. It is how I met my wife. I met my I wife met... through internet dating. It just was a pre-Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, Tinder. <sighs> but, yeah. No, it's just... I don't know, man. Everything is all-consuming with impeachment. Everything. Well, let's talk about impeachment, because it is pretty important. I mean, we... So, there's been a lot of... Up until this point, there's been a lot of, like, you know, day-to-day. We get the... We get the uh, people come in. The, the, the witnesses will come in. They'll give their testimony. And nothing really... Ch- I mean, Sondland was a big... I thought was a big kind of watershed moment. Quote, yeah. And I'm doing air quotes here. So, you know, it's a watershed moment because, like... You know, a Trump guy flipped at that point. But yeah. at the end of the day, the situation was still the situation. You know, we could all sit here and predict what was going to happen, which was the Republic, the, the Democrats are going to build this great case for impeachment. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll throw whatever they can at it or whatever they think will stick. I guess they only went with two articles. Yep. Uh, what was it? Uh, Article... Um, uh, abuse of power and uh, obstruction, obstruction of, of Congress. Justice. Yeah, obstruction of Congress. And the big thing that's come out that really chaps my ass is that Mitch McConnell, which to his credit now was probably the best 
gift he could have ever given Nancy Pelosi was him saying he wouldn't be an impartial juror. Oh, yeah. I, I had a class of sixth graders, and I, we were talking about this because, you know, impeachment, and it's historical, so we're discussing, and I let them watch the vote, and I looked at one of my kids, at my kids, and I said, what if I took, you know, whichever student, I was like, and I was in court, I was the defendant, and one of you guys walked in, could you be an impartial uh, juror? No, we know you exactly. Right. If that were the case, they would dismiss you. Mm-hmm. It's happened to one of the te- teachers I work with this year. She went in to go do jury duty, and the defendant was a student of hers. Yeah, that's that's you just it, can't do that. It, it, yeah, I mean, he, he's made direct quotes that he is, you know, working with the Trump on the defense. Yep. You know, it seemed like they had this. Yeah, you know, I, I saw this. They had this scheme of they were just going to vote to dismiss as soon as it came in. They do some opening statements and immediately vote to dismiss the case. Yeah, that was their plan going into this. I mean, you had Lindsey Graham going around, getting people, trying to get people to sign a pledge that they absolutely would not vote to impeach Trump under any circumstance. That's not impartiality. No, that's, that's not, not okay. That's not giving somebody a fair trial. That's, that's not how things. That's go. not supposed to how things work. So. Yeah, like, so she does the make, it, it makes him look more guilty. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, 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 absolutely. it's like the, the fix is in. It, it, it makes the Republicans look really fucking stupid. But really I think, and, and I, I'll take back everything I said bad about Nancy. I, I, I have not been the biggest Nancy Pelosi Neither fan. Neither have I. Um, you know, I, she's... I never thought... That, like, she's good at keeping everybody together, but I never thought that she could really do the same kind of... I don't, she, she's good at hurting cats, but I don't think she's a wartime concierge. <laughs> is the best way to put it. Yeah, you know, she's it's like, like she's not a consigliere. She's she's no Tom. Uh, what the hell is his name? What's the the, the lawyer Robert Robert? Uh, I know. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to think of how Tom to how something. to phrase it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, she, it's, it's, that's she didn't seem that way. No, and but then she, she pulled, pulled a, a boss move. Oh yeah, I am. I. Like this was obviously the ace of sleep, ace up her sleep. This so was just today. She announced that she's not going to release the impeachment to the Senate until she has some some understanding that they're that they're going to get a fair trial. Yeah. Which, well, like that, we can all pretty much tell where that's going. Like, yeah. What's a fair trial? Well, a fair trial is you know you have a a real judge, an actual impartial people who can you know, objectively talk about the evidence, not what these people are doing, which is going around and making a mockery of the process. For the for it to be effective, mm-hmm. you have to have Mitch McConnell recuse himself. And it's not going to happen. Nope. And I mean, you had Republicans yesterday spouting Russian talking points. The um, Jerry Nadler called uh, Louis Gomert out for it. He walked his big, fat, fat bald ass back up there and started shouting, like, <laughs> fucking people can't do research. Come on, sir. I mean, there's literally one of the Republicans who, shit you not, look like Jabba the Hutt. Exactly <laughs> like him. Sat behind the cameras majority of the time with a $20 bill sticking out of the top of his pocket like he was a fucking cartoon character. Oh, I shit you not, sir. Ah, that's that weird. Yeah, these, these guys are... So, but yeah, so the, you know, like you say, can't... Just, there's just no way the current crop can be impartial. So, are you trying to pull up the oh, picture? Oh, I'm absolutely <laughs> pulling this picture up. 
I shit, dude. And what's the point of that? Why does he have just a dollar bill, $20 bill? That's like... I don't know if he did that on purpose or he's just that dumb. I, like, is that supposed to be a style? Is that like some kind of like trash style? Like, <laughs> is that with the trailer park style now? I don't know. I don't know. know. Like, at least make it 100. Right? Make it a Benjamin. Impress somebody. <laughs> I just... I, we, we've gotten some really good shit out of the last couple of days. Uh, it is all the same topic. That's the problem that we keep running into. Yeah. But no, it's a, a pretty, pretty stupid, like superb move. By oh yeah, her. yeah. Because think about it. What was the big risks here? The risk was, you know, well, you know, we go to the, you know, it goes to the Senate, mm -hmm. and well, once as soon as they send it to the Senate, you lose control of the narrative. Yep. They immediately, or at some point, whatever they decide to do, will will dismiss it, mm -hmm. and then the risk is always that now Trump feels emboldened and will continue doing what he's doing again, and won't ever like, you won't stop. No, it's, it's, it's not like, going to stop. It yeah. hasn't stopped that he's being impeached for it. Giuliani was over there. Exactly. Came back with a whole bunch of just absolute bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like. Mm -hmm. But what does this do? It keeps it out in McConnell's hands. Yep. So now. Keeps it in the public eye. Keeps it in the public eye. Uh, it doesn't exonerate Trump. Trump still has this axe over his head. So yep. if he does go off and pull some bullshit like this again, mm. and we get another like whistleblower on something, mm. well then we just hey look the bill's right there. We just tack something on, and you know we can it, like it, it can. It's it's that it's he has that perpetual axe over his head. Exactly. Which is one of those things like usually for a normal president it would be an ethics officer or a you know inspector yeah. general would be that person to say no you can't do this. Trump's too stupid to listen to those people. Yeah. It's going to take impeachment to say no you really can't do this. <laughs> and that's the only way you get through to somebody like that. It just yeah. uh, so it was it was incredibly smart move. Now today is the first day. We'll see how long this lasts. Um, She's got to be able to keep it going. I think because they're gonna, the, the Republicans are, are going to come out and they're going to say, speedy trial. Mm -hmm. But fair it has trial. to be a fair trial. Fair I mean, trial. The, 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 the flip side of that is a fair trial. And it, and it doesn't just mean fair to the defendant. It's got to be fair to all, all parties. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And you know what? You can also make the Merrick Garland argument. You know, this is a... This is a very large, very important political moment in U.S. history. Maybe the voter election year. going into an election year, maybe the voters should have decided. And you know that's that was the argument for Mer for keeping Merrick Garland off the seat. So yep. there you go. Another another. If I were Merrick Garland, he Merrick Garland's already gotten some retribution because he he's passed along. Mm -hmm and put rulings down on Trump, so he's already given Trump the fuck you. But he hasn't gotten McConnell. <laughs> when McConnell has a 17% approval rating. If I were Merrick fucking Garland, I would be moving in next door <laughs> to Mitch McConnell. Because every problem we have in this country right now, you can trace back to Mitch McConnell. Mm -hmm. Because and the Republican I, I, Senate, really. It, not not really. just McConnell. He's the figurehead but of he's the, the leader. Yeah. He could have reined it in. Nancy Pelosi's reined it in. Oh, yeah. Totally. He could, but he doesn't. He doesn't, and he won't. No. But this is another good thing about the not holding this impeachment through an election is now you make impeachment an election issue. Yep. And not are you, you going to impeach, impeach but can you be fair in an impeachment? 
Yeah. That's the part that that's that's the smart part because you've no longer made the so for these senators who are out there because they you know a senator theoretically has to appeal to a broader base. You can't just be a Trumpian guy. Ted Cruz is a good example, and and I'm gonna say Ted Cruz. You know, yes, I know he gets down on his knees for Trump all the time, but he also doesn't mind separating himself from Trump too. You know, yeah. he 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 has that persona about him where. I don't mind going my own way as separate from Trump. You know, now he's got to present, or I guess he's not up for election, so it'd be Cornyn in my case. Yeah. Now, Cornyn's got to say, not can you, would you impeach Trump? Would you be, can you be fair at a trial? Yeah. See, that's a different question in a different context. Yeah. You know, it's it, it's you're, you're removing this from a partisan context of, you know, Democrats versus Republican and turning it into a character contest of can you be an honest person and be an unfair, impartial trial? And th like, that's an honest question. Yeah, it's a good question. It's a good, honest question. Every Republican senator and every Republican rep uh, rep uh, representative that got up yesterday, only one of them... Um, there was one Republican that got up and said something I liked, and for the life of me, I can't remember what he said, and I can't remember his name, and it's because of all the garbage the other ones spew. Yeah, and that is pretty much where we're at right now. Yeah, so I think that I think that's I think that's kind of the secret genius of this is you change the narrative for the Senate elections away from impeachment and into fairness. Yeah, everybody's everybody everybody just wants fairness. That, that, President Trump it. wants. Fair, I mean, quote unquote, he wants fairness, you know. Yeah, well, but he, that's what he's screaming for. I want it fair. I need speedy trial, you know, I need to be able to present witnesses well. He begged for impeachment, then he bitched when he got yeah, it. Yeah, he wanted to be, he wanted to participate in the process, and then he did, you know, when, yeah. he, when he was actually op opportunity, he did. So, yeah. you know. It's because Donald Trump is a bitch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. At the yeah. end of the day. Well, he's the, incompetent. The, the, man, the man's a coward. He talks a big game. He. Is the just in the lyric book for the Black Album, <laughs> where Jay Z says, "Mouth like a motorbike, but wouldn't bust a grape in a fruit fight." There's a picture of Donald Trump right next to that. <laughs> yeah. Jay Z found his way in. That's good. There because, you go. Because I know my hip hop. <laughs> it, it's just. He's a coward, man. He says all this stuff about the military because it sounds good. He doesn't give a fuck about it. Well, he's him. lost the military. I don't know if you saw recently there was a poll that came out. The military has traditionally been very conservative. Uh -huh. um, a lot of it because both the environment of the military but also where they tend to recruit from. Yeah. 50% um, of the military doesn't like him. His approval rating with the military is at 50%. The military. Like, this is, some, this is you know, a group of people who... On a normal day, 70-80% are Republicans. Yeah. You know, he's only got a 50% approval with the with the military. I think all this stuff he's doing. I'm, I mean, we could talk about that. All the stuff he's doing with the military recently. Um, the whole thing with that special operations soldier, and I was the secretary of wasn't was the secretary of the Navy or secretary of SOCOM who uh, quit. Quit. Is there's an admiral who quit too? Quit. Just just like no, the president should not be getting involved in personnel matters at this level. This is why you have a chain of command. Yeah. You know, this is established for this purposes. And instead, he's taking a war criminal. Yep, Let's say this again. He's, he's a war, war criminal. criminal. Exonerated him. Giving him a medal. And the people who are prosecuting war medals are getting denied their medal. Like, 
this is some vindictive bullshit. Like, and, and I think the military was with him for a lot of stuff because, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, I know they weren't happy because actually my brother was deployed to El Paso as part of the border guard thing down there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they was like, well, we're not exactly happy about this. We know we shouldn't be deploying on domestic soil because this is bullshit. But whatever, it's a job, whatever. But I think that when you start mucking with people like that, mm-hmm. when you start meddling with things, it really bothers it, it, people. It, it hurts it, with morale. It hurts morale. It's like, wait a second, so this shithead can do all this. He gets off scot-free. Mm-hmm. And the people who put him away, like, it's just... I think it pissed a lot of military people off uh, when you have generals resigning. Well, no, like, these aren't generals who are, like, or admirals who are, like, uh, you know... Yeah, no, these are like real, like, you know, if you get to that level, you have a reputation as a warfighter and people respect you. Yeah. Like, you don't get to that level just by having connections. No, you, you're really... You, you work your ass off. Yeah, the, the military will say one thing about it, a lot of net negatives, but there is a bit of a meritocracy there that, you know, if you work your way up, it's because you've earned it. You yeah. You're not just going to, you know, hold your way up. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna buy your way in. Yeah. So and, and so these are respected people who are leaving over. It's it's a little scary actually. It's scary on multiple levels all around, just all of it, like where we're at. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was saying earlier, we just need to talk. Like the French may have the right idea. You can quote me on that. <laughs> Throwing everything out and starting again, which is what Thomas Jefferson wanted in the first place. Uh, you know, yeah, he said uh, the Constitution should be rewritten every few years. Yep. When was the last, when was the last uh, constitutional amendment we had? Fuck if I know. You're the history teacher. Yeah, I know, but I don't teach that history. <laughs> it's my first year in seventh grade, which comes what up would to have now. Been the last. Now you're gonna look it up. Yeah, now I'm gonna we gotta Google look it. this up. Now uh, I'm curious. So this is some great podcast material here. We're gonna look up stuff on our phones. Way we bring up stuff on the fly. Yeah. Well, this is what you get for a. Uh, an in-person live podcast, which, by the way, we had no preparation for this. We literally walked into this and said, "No, we had no interview, no extra content." We literally just said, "Let's turn the microphone on and uh, see what see, what we, we, get see what we talk." So, what was the last what was the last amendment? It was twenty seventh amendment. It was nineteen ninety two. Um, it required oh, any more recent ch- than I thought. Yeah, it required any change to the rate of compensation for members of the U.S. Congress to take effect only after the subsequent election. Okay. It's about their fucking pay. Okay. okay. It's about Republicans. They can't raise the, They can't raise their own pay, basically. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah. Essentially. Yeah. We, we we could use some more amendments, like you know, overturning Citizens United. Maybe mm. corporations maybe shouldn't have free speech. Presidents shouldn't use other governments to. Well, that should be understood. Elections. That's one of those like. That's what impeachment's for. Yeah, it, well, it's like those laws that aren't on the books, that nobody really enforces. They still exist. Yeah. Nobody's just doing anything with them. I mean, I, the, but this, that's the thing. This whole impeachment stuff is exactly the stuff the Founding Fathers... This is what they, this is what they put that in there for. Literally. they were literally worried about the king showing back up. Yep. Because the president, you know, this is... Yeah. They knew this was happening. It's it's exactly what happened. It, it's happening to the letter, and their their constitution is being tested right now as mm-hmm. we speak. Mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, well, <laughs> I got. I'm just, my my mind is blown by all of this. 
it is. It is. It's a pretty crazy scenario situation we got ourselves in, for sure. But uh, we promise not to make this the impeachment podcast. We are going to do our best to keep this fresh and with different information. Right, right. Me and Ryan have been tossing around a whole lot of different ideas. Um, I mean, we had a lot of, you know, I, I specifically had a lot of the wind knocked out of my sails when Beto yeah. backed out. Yeah, I've definitely been kind of, kind of... I've been trying to find myself again. Groping around. Yeah, same thing. You're open around. Well, I definitely took a break. Yeah. I definitely needed to, because I was uh, moderating the subreddit, so... Yeah. Like... And that disappeared like that. That was just gone. Well, we had to. We had yeah. to, because we were already being brigaded, and people were coming in, and posting death threats and like some really awful shit yeah and at some point we're like you know i'm not going to you know moderate a dead sub that as a sub for a candidate that's no longer great exactly and put, i'm not putting myself through this so no. we we shut the sub down and I, I'm, I'm very happy we did yeah it's, no, it's, it's probably a, it good up. you can go and look at it it's just read only ah. so all the old content is there so you have access to it if you if you wanted to go back and check something but interesting just it's just locked so nobody else can uh, can get it can comment on things and yeah. talk about killing people yeah we, we had to shut that down so yeah it kind of got to the that point but yeah I just kinda, I had to take a break that's where I've been at and I just haven't found my way back in yeah. I, I just it yeah like I said I, I've been kind of like I mentioned earlier I've kind of dipping my toes in with Biden because um, He's assembling a good team. Uh, a bunch of uh, Rob, Rob, Rob Flaherty is that? Flaherty, Flaherty. Yeah, I think it was Flaherty. It was either that or other Rob F. Well, Pretty sure it was Flaherty. It was Flaherty. I'm just not sure if that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, yeah. So Beto's previous digital director uh, just got hired by Biden. I'm already seeing like Biden's uh, Biden's Twitter suddenly took a notch up. So yeah. I was like, oh damn! And he released that ad. Um, Recently, with uh, all the all the world leaders laughing at Trump, and I was like, "Yeah, it's you know, definitely better." Exactly. I looked field. at that and I was like, "You know, if Biden's going to assemble a kind of team like that, I can, I can, you know, I can, I can see where that's from." But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna mess with anything until. Uh, at the end of the day, I get that it's years. a job, and I do not, and did not like how a lot of supporters treated the one. Um, Former employee that went to work for Buddha Judge, I felt like that was a little. That felt to yeah, me like it you, cost a few leave, months. Leave, leave, yeah, leave the leave the staff alone. I mean, they still have to live their lives, and if Buddha Judge was offering her a better paid pay than well, somebody else, at the end of the day, they aren't volunteers. They yeah. uh, this is their career field. Yeah, it's their job. So you can't be mad at somebody for taking another job in their career field. Exactly. Now. That being said, I do have a few mixed feelings about some of the responses that came from her. Oh, but no, I'm going to leave that. I'm just going to leave that out there. Not going to go any further into. It. I, I agree <laughs> with that. It's 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 wrong on, on both sides. Yes. But I can see where she was trying like on the defensive. So I'm I'm just going to leave. Yeah, that don't don't be harassing staff. It's just it's ugly. you're going to run into them again. Yeah. I mean, if you're you know, it's a small. That's one thing I found. It's, it's, it's a pretty small political world. There's yeah. not a lot of, you know, it's not a lot, not as many people working this stuff as you would think. No, not at all. And um, I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm just glad I haven't heard much about Buddha Judge in like a week and a half. Yeah, he's uh, his uh, can't put lightning back in the bottle. 
he, oh man, he is so funny. And, and it's so funny that I don't know if you saw, uh, he actually got Twitter to investigate the uh, Pete for Governor hashtag. Which is fucking hilarious because it was just bored Beto supporters. It really was. And we said it was. Like, as we were doing it, we were like, no, we're just Beto supporters and we're bored. Yeah, we were waiting for, <laughs> we were waiting for a call. Yeah, it was just, that was That's the, all it was. But it's, it's funny because it seems to have snap people out of it a little bit with them. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I will say the media reporting I've seen has still been positive towards him, uh-huh. but they are, they're at least reporting the controversy. Yeah. That, hey, look, there actually are people who don't like him. Yeah. And they are starting to report on that more because, quite frankly, we're being a little bit obnoxious. Keep yeah. it up. <laughs> yeah. No, please keep up the obnoxiousness. Oh, like, I mean, the system's pretty rigged as it is. But we don't need people like that. And nah. I've heard a lot of his answers and a lot of things he said. He's just, I, you know. And here's the thing: I don't want to, I don't want to impunge his character and say no, he's not. Like I'm not going to say Pete's really a Republican. I don't think he really is a no. Republican. He's, he, he does provo- progressive positions, uh, but he's just not. A leader of Democrats. No, he, that's the. I think that's what it comes down to. Is he's just too fucking inexperienced. He doesn't have any. He doesn't have any experience in this stuff. He doesn't have any ability to communicate. Nope. It's why Biden can handle controversy. Yeah. He he handles it better for for better or worse. Biden just kind of glides by it. Yeah. You know he's got. I mean he's been dealing with controversy for. He's been in the Senate for how long? Forever. Like he's been dealing with controversy. That's that's part of the job. You deal with controversy all the time. Like, yeah. You know, you're gonna dig up shit on him. And he's just gonna, you know, whatever. That was 30 years ago. Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's. You know, I mean, it's an answer though. It's an answer. But at, at least he can. He has that authenticity. Like he just doesn't have it. He doesn't. He have doesn't it at all. And it frustrates me that like. I just I don't know. You know, everybody talks about his support with people with. Uh, black people or mm-hmm. minorities in general. I'm like, you know, it, to me, it's not about his minority support. To me, that's that's symptomatic of the problem. You yeah. know, like, he's not authentic. I, I keep saying, he comes from privilege, comes from a very privileged background. Mm-hmm. He has done nothing but hold very prestigious jobs. Yeah. Not necessarily, you know, prestige. Not necessarily hardworking or yeah. activism or making a difference in people's lives just he's got a really nice title yeah and, and he, he gets he has, paid a good amount of money he's fallen upwards his entire life yeah and he's exactly what they accused Beto of being exactly I cannot do this with someone who's spent his entire life falling upwards and you know it's one thing if you do that but then if you do it you acknowledge that that's what happened and like how Beto approached it you know Beto yeah. came from his background but he acknowledges privilege he talks about his privilege yeah. and he uses that to his advantage he uses it to help other people exactly and that's not what Pete does so. no not at all it's frustrating no but you know I we're like we said we're going to do our best not to make this the impeachment show yeah that's we're, gonna, we're talking about Pete that's why we're talking about Pete we're going to we're gonna keep this thing going. Um, we will release. The, we're gonna end up releasing these two episodes to back to back. Cause you got your computer with you, so you can, right? Uh, no, I don't have my computer with me. Oh, so this will come out next week. <laughs> you are you are uh, you are going to be walking away from this bar with the SD card in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
so you can figure out how to get it on your computer. <laughs> I don't have an SD reader, so I'm gonna let you do that. <laughs> we'll have this when you, you'll hear it when you hear it, and when you hear it, you'll know. Well, we got another episode to get out first. Yeah, we're gonna get that out. <laughs> that I'm gonna get that out tonight, which again, you'll hear it when you hear it. Yeah. But uh, for now, thanks for listening. Thanks for continuing listening, and uh, let's keep on looking ahead to Beto days. Yeah.